on Let's get these conversations on Calling on moms And anybody who's living life The Pop Moms Podcast is here Talking all things cannabis With a mama twist Like a freshly rolled hemp joint Infused with a bit of that A bit of this It's all part of the experience of life Thanks for tuning in You ready to begin? Welcome to the PMP Pop Moms Podcast Hi guys, it's me Kate, the host of the Pop Moms Podcast, and I'm totally doing an intro to the intro. It's like that movie where Leonardo DiCaprio and Joseph Gordon-Lovett Maybe I I know he has three names and I know he was on third rock from the sun. So everything outside of that is out of my control. Um, They fall through dimensions in a van. Anyway, this podcast episode is kind of going to be like that. Um, So I'm also going to tell you a secret. This episode is all about firsts. So what kind of firsts? Your first time smoking cannabis. Your first time dabbing. Your first time freaking out on edibles and ordering $45 in Taco Bell from Uber Eats? You know, the big firsts, the big firsts. Um, This was my first time writing an outline for the podcast when I was super high. Um, For the record, I've already made my husband go out and check to make sure the car doors are locked twice high. Um, So... That's where it's at. I actually have perfected the perfect ratio of sweet Halloween candy, like the gummies or the Starburst ratio to like the chocolate ones, like, you know, something classic like a Milky Way or a Snickers. Um, I have a perfect order and a total like amount of candy to consume to feel completely content this high. Um, So I've clearly done the back work on it. And... Um, yeah, so that's kind of, that's kind of where we're at. Um, I usually write on like the tail end of a high or sometimes, uh, before I'll smoke and then I'll kind of like go out over it with like sort of a hazy eye. Um, but this current ounce that we've been working our way through, it's putting out some really creative vibes. Um, it's by this cannabis brand called Road Trippin'. And the strain is called Killer Green Bud. And the type of uh, weed that it is, is it's a hybrid. So a hybrid is a cross between a sativa and an indica strain. And there can be all sorts of ratios of that combination, um, but it's a hybrid because it's both. So um, if you're wondering what these words are, sativa and indica are no sweat um really easy way to remember them sativas tend to be more social daytime um more productive strains and um indica the easiest way to remember that is like your in the couch with them but i think that that gives them a little bit of a like rough start because i, I and maybe it could just be me because i take in the couch as you know, not being able to move, not being productive. And as a mom, I like over index in productivity. So um, maybe it's just me projecting that. But sativas, I'm kind of down with you. I'm sorry, um, indicas, I'm kind of down with you. And it's taken being in an environment where I can learn a lot more about cannabis as well as um, being able to ask the people that I get it from, um, from the dispensaries, how it's going to make me feel. So shout out to legality of cannabis. Um, It's really, really amazing to be able to have an informed high. So back to this strain that I've been smoking on. Um, It is a 60-40 indica dominant hybrid. Um, It's sun grown without pesticides by Howling Dog Farms in the beautiful Okanogan Valley region of eastern Washington. They are super sustainable focused, which like I love. I love that so much because there's so much waste in new industries and to be able to be sustainable from the get go is awesome. So a little uh, clap 
for Howling Dog Farms over in Okanogan Valley. Um, guys, they use birds, ladybugs, and praying mantises. I, I don't even know if that's right. Praying manti. Um, and they use the nearby, this one I'm not going to say right the first time, Similkamin River. Similkamin River as their water source. Um, so that's really exciting. And I actually just think, like, it's really cool. I think it's, like, really cool that they do that. Um, so this drain induces uplifting cerebral high together with a relaxing body buzz. It energizes the mind and it prompts giggles, which I promptly decided to giggle at um, later when we were watching garbage TV. Um, so it relaxes the body, it relieves stress, and it stimulates the appetite. I think I mentioned before my perfect ratio of kids' Halloween candy. So there's that. Um, it says that it may trigger laziness and couch lock. Um, in my case, it was computer in bed lock, but I don't feel, um, I didn't feel incapacitated by any means. So, um, when we're talking about firsts, uh, my daughter just asked us to have, um, her birthday's in December. So we were talking about what kind of birthday party we were going to have this year. Um, so she asked us to have a potato and pinata themed birthday party. So this means uh, we will officially be organizing a papas y pinatas fourth birthday party for her. So <clears throat> while what you're going to hear from other people today are their firsts, this is not her first. This is her second potato themed birthday party. Last year, it was simply a potato party with a baked potato bar a french fry bar, um, you could plant a potato, you could paint a potato, you could even get your picture taken as a potato. So I thought she couldn't top that, um, but then here she comes with this curveball. Repeat the theme, but make it fashion. Pin-ya-ta. She wants a fucking pinata, which is amazing. And while we're on the topic of potatoes, she actually identifies herself as a potato. So cue this example. If I say something like, good night, sweet girl, she responds with, I'm a potato. So in support, um, I'm going to look into making a DIY potato pinata. If you have ever made a pinata for your kid's birthday party, please at me. I have about a month until her birthday. So... Either go on our Instagram and comment on one of our photos at Pot Moms Podcast. Or if you have any ideas, email us at potmomspodcast.com. Um, or I'm sorry, I always mess that up. Potmomspodcast at gmail.com. Um, so yeah, let me know if you've ever done something like this. I figure that the shape is at least subjective and I can probably just use my brown paper bag collection. You know how as an adult, we get to have a bag for putting bags in. So we finally arrived. Congratulations. What do you use paper bags for? Um, let's see. Sometimes I wrap my kid, I wrap birthday presents for other kids in it and then I make my kids color on it. Um, I also use them when I have to compost a lot, like when I food prep, um, or when my kid has a field trip and I have to pack him a sack lunch. Um, I got a brown paper sack with your name on it. So first, this next clip is the actual first intro to the show. So you're officially inceptioning. Enjoy. We're on. Yep. Hello. This is Kate with the Pot Moms Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about our firsts. So, first off, I'm Kate. I'm here, host of the Pot Moms Podcast. I've got Paul. That's me. Hey, Paul. Hey, Kate. And we've got Eunice. Hello. Eunice, yay! yay Welcome, Eunice. Eunice. Woohoo. So Eunice, I talked about her in my initial, uh, like my about me, because she's someone I met when I was working at Schmamazon, 
And um, we became friends before actually we knew each other mm-hmm. through our friend who we, I don't know if he wants us to name him, so we don't have to, but mm-hmm. I went on a work trip with him. He was like, oh my God, you have to meet Eunice. Like you guys are going to be fast friends. And I think he told me like one situation and I like about you. And I was like, oh, yep, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> So this is Eunice's first time on the show. Hello. Welcome. Hi, welcome. welcome. Thank you. Um, so today we're talk- going to talk about first. So let's talk about your uh, first for you. Um, tell us about the first time you smoked pot. The first time I smoked pot. Um, it was I was it was like the summer before my freshman year of high school. And it was these kids that we had met that went to, like, another middle school, but we are going to go to the same high school. And he had made this bong, I'm not even joking, out of, like, a Tupperware container, like a steel pipe, and then, like, a little tiny mini potter thing, like, where you put plants in. Oh, my God, what? Yeah, it was, and it was like, the most ghetto thing. And he's like, you got to try this, man. It's the coolest shit, la, la. The so, pot or the contraption? Both, I guess. <laughs> I mean, the contraption. I mean, there's like globs of like hot glue all over it, but it worked. <sighs> so, yeah, it was pretty amazing. And I kept it for some reason. We left it in my house. And um, like fast forward to like I come home one like summer or something from college and my mom had like had it out on my desk. And she was like, what is this? And I was like... <laughs> I was like, what the shit? I don't know, Mom. What is that? A beautiful sculpture that I'll be taking as I leave. I was like, I don't know, Mommy. Isn't that your gardening shit or something? She was like, nah. Did she know it was a bong? Probably not. I don't know. Maybe. But we just kind of just left it there. And then it just one day disappeared. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, my God. We got to go on a hunt to find Eunice's old first bong. Oh, my God. Of gardening shit. Yeah, it was so awful. I think literally I might have, like, ingested a ton of chemicals because it was made out of, like, a steel, like, a pipe, a Uh pot, like a potting pot, Uh you know, hot glue everywhere, and then a Tupperware thing, right? Like, so... I bet it was caulk. I bet it wasn't even... Yeah, probably. This is before, like, things were Uh BPA-free, so, like, straight up, I was like... Yeah, I'm going to die, but this is amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's how Eunice lives her life. <laughs> yep. Like, I don't think about it until... <laughs> that reminds me of the first time I uh, rigged up my own. Uh, I was... I scored some weed from a friend. Um, it was a fluke. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I was like, damn, I don't have anything to smoke it out of. And uh, I thought I was being so clever because I pulled out a, uh, like, big pin. Oh, I did that all right, the time, too. Right, remove it, <laughs> yeah. stuff it, and wanted to do it like a one-hitter. Yeah. The best mm-hmm. is when the, it starts melting, yeah. and you're like, oh, plastic, oh. too? Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was a moment where, like, I finished it off, and I was like, wait, this can't be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of, like, on par as when, like, you would run out of weed, and then you had to scrape your bowls and smell um, the, the resin. resin. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. That is, like, the... That's like the pot version of like when you would go tanning right before vacation and yeah. you would go to two different places. Yeah, so you can maximize because they only let you go 20 minutes no. in bed or whatever, right? Well, like so that you 24 get, hours. Yes. <laughs> I did that too. Like there were guidelines for reasons and we just like blatantly overrode them. Fucking the like, system. Like that is so not okay. <laughs> there was this one tanning salon I used to go to. I remember there was one girl that worked there like Tuesday nights. And she didn't care how long you sat in that bed. <laughs> I Every time I was, like, I was like forty-five minutes one time, and I remember I got out and I felt like sick. No, like, you know how that I smell is, where you can like yeah, smell your body like, burning from the inside. Insides. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, so that's legal, but pot's not. <laughs> Riddle me this. Okay, oh, first, that was your first time building a bong. Yeah, or a. Uh... Dugout or a dugout? Yeah, one hundred. A makeshift situation. (laughs) 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 Makeshift uh, body killer, I guess. I don't know. Oh man. My buddy of mine uh, uh, that I play some games with, he. uh, Paul's a gamer. (laughs) Wait, board games too, though. Yeah, um, a little bit here and there. (laughs) Uh, My uh, uh, he was. uh, I think we were smoking about something, and I I think I sort of jokingly. 
he was like, oh, dude, should we pack another bowl? And I was like, yeah, sure, man. Hold on. I just kind of jokingly scraped some of the resin <laughs> off the pipe and gave it to him. And I'll never forget the look he gave me. It was like absolute ice. <laughs> and it, he was like, bro, it's legal here. I don't smoke resin. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I don't even, yeah. Oh, my God. I meant like, like in the roaches college. Either. He's like, no. Yeah, he was literally like, I yeah. did the same thing. I don't smoke the roaches like, either. Yeah. <laughs> It was so funny. Like, my brother was like, we don't smoke, we don't keep the roaches. And I was like, what? <laughs> we don't do that? I was like, <laughs> you're like, you don't have a little uh, you don't, tweezer yeah, where you take the still good weed in there? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's what I always, I always do. I always do that where I break it apart just get that last little bit. Yeah. So conservatively yes. ratchet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stretching that shit. Yeah. That's so fun. That's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I bought weed and by myself I would oh. always make someone else do it and I finally got brave only because it was my next door neighbor and I knew him really well <laughs> um, but it was really funny because um, I had never bought weed I didn't know what weed in baggies like quantities meant and it was a really confusing situation because she's like well how much do you want and I just like held my finger up a couple inches <laughs> because I just knew how much it measured on a baggie but I didn't know like how much it was so I was like I just want like just you know those just two inches little you know that's awesome. I think that's an eighth Maybe or maybe like a quarter. <laughs> it's like four fingers tall. I'm, I'm only laughing because I give you props on that, that you actually did that. I was just like, uh. He was like, Kate, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was, like, was like, this uh, much. You this know. Much. <laughs> Two fingers, this much. Yeah, that much. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, what is that? Or like, oh my God. And like, okay. <clears throat> and then you throw like grams in there. Talk oh, about yeah. confusing me even more. That's another oh, yeah. one. I was like, I just want, you know, like an apple sized amount of <laughs> <laughs> That's how big. Yeah. Um, I also am hazy with my lefts and my rights. So <laughs> I've got a great sense of direction, although none of that makes it seem this way. <laughs> no. Ask my mom. I will have her on the show, and I will t- ask her. She knows. Never had to use MapQuest. I never had to print them out. Oh. I know. That's pretty. The more you know. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Okay, do you have any other cool firsts that we want to talk about? Um. What do you guys think the first time you went into a dispensary in, like, yeah, a legal state? that's what I was going to say. Mine was here. Mine yeah. was, too. Yeah, but it was, we had come out for a wedding, and um, <laughs> I remember... Rob was like at the bar talking to the groom to be or whatever, and I was sitting outside and I could smell weed. And I just like, you like sniffed all the out. way around the corner, and I saw this couple. And I was like, Hi, where did you get that? And he was like, Uh, it's mine, I brought it. And he's like, I, And I just stood there, like waiting for him to invite me to join them. And finally, he was like, Do you want to join us? I was like, Yes. <laughs> It's been like 25 minutes. <laughs> They've smoked like four J's and they're like, okay, we've got one more. I'm pretty high. Let's share with this person who's been standing here for the better part of a half hour. And finally, and then he was like, so I was like, so where can I buy this? Like, I'm just here for the weekend or whatever. And he told me it was the first dispenser that opened down in Soto. And we took the light rail and got oh, off. That's fun. Public yeah. transit. Hey. Public transit and weed are two of my favorite things in the world. Highly recommended. Yeah. But at first we were like downtown, like walking around and like on 8th Ave or whatever it was and couldn't find where it was because, you know, like that damn like. Fourth Avenue North or South. Oh yeah, she gets oh, crazy that so down bad there. And they're yeah. like under all the underpasses, mm-hmm. and like there's so many one ways and things that don't even really look like you should be going there. Yeah, I was so mad. I, I like Soto though. Yeah, and then we finally found the place, and I was like so happy. But yeah, that was my first time going to a dispenser. It was, it was weird, you know, because it was not what I expected. Yeah. So Eunice's stories are also always really good. <laughs> They're like I'm. I like I went. I looked it up on the internet, <laughs> and then I went there. I was like, "Hey, it's here! It's here!" Uh, that's a good one. Though. 
Uh, Do you guys remember the names of the strains that you first smoked when you came here? Like when you went to the dispensary for the first time? Ooh, that's a good question. I remember one of the um, strains that I got was, I got something, it was a Hindu Kush by someone. Because I remember. Ooh, that's a good one. Like that's been around. She's like, and and a bit. <laughs> <laughs> a basketball player gave it to me. <laughs> um, I the first one I smoked was Chocolope. Wow. Um, I don't think I can remember the first one. I I remember the two strains I was smoking when my wife and I drove out here to move out here. That counts. <laughs> uh, it was uh, Green Crack. I love green crabs. Yeah. They're thinking about changing it to be green kush. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Or not yeah. kush. Maybe it's some other word. Some other word that isn't crack. Oh, that doesn't to have break. the connotation? Yeah. Okay, yeah. But I like that. Green speed, maybe? Green. <laughs> also a drug reference. <laughs> yeah. Green cocaine. What, what you got? <laughs> it's like, hit me with another. All right, swing and a miss. You don't snort this cocaine, you inhale it. <laughs> green cocaine. Hence crack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was uh, the green crack was our sativa. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we had a, um, uh, we had a Dutch treat. Oh, oh that's fun. Those mm-hmm. are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have no idea whose they were. All I know is that they came from somewhere in Northern California. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's, that's all I know. That's all I'm allowed to say. Oh yeah, I remember Illegal. one yeah. of the. I remember wee, one wee. of the first um, <laughs> that the first dispensary I went to. I bought um, no when we moved out here it was Saints. I bought like some pre roll. Oh, like, so nice. Saints are. I love yeah. Saints. Yeah. I, the, the, the packaging, packaging is so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <it's> so cool. <laughs> and I was like, they oh. just released a new one. It's really dope. Mm-hmm. She, I saw it on hashtag. She hashtag rolls all the her J's. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, for oh. retail, she hand rolls all of them. Yeah, that's nice. That's a mm-hmm. nice touch. Uh, yeah, that's, um, <clears throat> what's it called? Hashtag Seattle. Mm. That mm-hmm. is an awesome store. I really dig them. And then they have a whole, they have a bunch of Saints products. I just saw it on there. Yeah, matter of fact, the first time I had <clears> Saints, menu. I got it from there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I do like their joints. Their mm-hmm. pre-rolls are nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, you could tell the care of the hand roll too because they all smoke. Yeah, they smoke so well, right? It's nice. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that was good to know. Um, my first, my first time at a legal dispensary was in Amsterdam. Oh, that was my first time actually. Hey! Too. I forgot. That's been many years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just remember being. It was in. Uh, I remember the 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 shut store. It was uh, Damp Kring. Damn Kring, that's where I got you that, that, uh, the sweet, uh yes, stickers, the sticker, right? the yep. bumper sticker. Uh-huh. That store is awesome. Um, and, uh, they had, it was great because during that run, this is probably in, what, this is like seven, eight, eight years ago now, I think maybe, um, the like they were all playing '90s era American music. Oh, fun! It was really trippy. It was really trippy. Like it's amazing. Where, like there, because there's different. I'm not about it. Come in this bit. Just kidding. <laughs> like I've been fortunate where I smoked, you know, some really good weed, but at that point, that was probably some of the best stuff consistently, right? Mm-hmm. And. um uh, so I was very, very stoned, and there was a moment where I kind of lost the lost uh, place, I guess, if you will, and I kind of forgot where I was. I forgot it was in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, I'm not in America because I'm smoking weed in a cafe. Mm-hmm. But it's also familiar. Yeah, right at the same time. <laughs> so, uh, what actually really woke me up to the fact that it was in Amsterdam was. Uh, getting ready to leave, and it's like, okay, we gotta go, we gotta get to this, you know, next spot or whatever. And just being in this state of bliss, like, oh yeah, <laughs> the doors open, and then it's just absolute chaos outside. Like, <laughs> as soon as we step out, it's like bikes. We stepped in front of a bike, and it's like swearing at us and Dutch, like, I love that. It was like madness, absolute madness. <laughs> this was like one of the busiest streets too, and you know, like just walking to, 
we're all like, oh my god, oh, and then we're just trying to, just trying to like sober up a little bit so we can bike. And that was so much fun. Did you guys? Okay, Amsterdam. <clears throat> so when you guys smoked there, did you smoke the hash or like the combo? With the tobacco, yes. Yes. or did you? I see. I we got pure. I did both. I did both too. But we did like the zoom tubes that we would make. <laughs> um, this okay. I went to Amsterdam in like ninety seven, ninety eight. Oh I yeah. Remember. I remember. I went okay, to okay. How cafe. old do you think Eunice is? I know, right? She's like how old do you think she is? To, so the funny thing is, when you first would like, I'd be like maybe thirty, right? But then, like when you talk to her a little bit, you're like. Well, she also just dropped like ninety-seven. Well, and, and, even before that, but like that—that that, that to me was like the confirmation of like, wait a minute, that's what, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. She looks so, like you're 32. twenty. Oh, I love it. Thank you. You're I just turned forty. <laughs> hey, welcome to the four oh club. It's so crazy. Which is crazy because <laughs> Paul's <laughs> wife Lina <laughs> also like looks nowhere near her age. <laughs> like to I the point of pot, to the point. Dude. <laughs> To the point of, Easy like, mm-hmm. no, seriously, mm-hmm. to the point of she wouldn't, they wouldn't let her drink at Polish Fest yes. in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, which just for the record, like, I mean, kids can go to bars in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. like, and they wouldn't give her a drink because they thought she was under 21. Wasn't guess, she like 35? Yeah, she was like and her ID said 35. And they were like, no, you can't drink at all. You're faking it. That is so funny. You're I got like, carded oh, at a craps so awesome. table in Vegas in January. No. <laughs> oh, my God. I was with all, like, work. No, I, go, I, I was like, are you doing this to, uh, I'm like, are you doing this, like, to amuse me? Like, because, like, thank you. Like, I, like, yes, please. Psycho. Or do you think Psycho. I look under 21, or is this a policy? Like, I just need to know how to take this compliment. My, uh, one of my favorite uh, Kate stories, because Kate is one of those ladies who will also not look her age. Mm-hmm. And, um, or does not look her age. And I will not. <laughs> like, one day. In the future, one, one day, day she one won't day. <laughs> Right when she starts acting it. <laughs> so, so referencing drinking in Milwaukee. So there's a time we were all getting together, a bunch of us from work, and we went to go. Because Paul uh, and I worked together in Milwaukee. Yep. We went to go have a night out. Um and uh, with all of the coworkers and stuff, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it included our each of our now spouses, and um, uh, we. <laughs> so we get in there. Um, side note: Kate was underage. I was like twenty and change. <laughs> um, twenty and change. Yeah, it was like very, very close. It was one of those things where it was like, ah, damn, like months away. And the only reason I needed a fake is because you guys went to better bars. Yeah. Than I did. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> We were trying to class up the journey a little bit. Right. So we go to this great spot in Milwaukee, and we're hanging out. And as unfortunately as luck would have it, or unluck would have it, we have the um, bouncer who took his job absolutely seriously. Maybe the most serious. Most of us seriously, to the oh. T. Like, he, he was the type of guy where it was like, <clears throat> you felt like you were watching an instructional video on how to be... <laughs> How to be a really thorough ID checker. (laughs) How to be a really good bouncer. This guy nailed it. He looked the part. Um, I can picture him. (laughs) He had some shaggy hair. He had scruff. He had the the sarcastic eyes and the eye rolls down to a T. So he's, the he's, squints. The squints. Did he smell a little sour? Too? Just a bit. <laughs> just, just like sour bit. cream. Just a little. <laughs> so he goes in. Just a touch sour. A dollop of daisies. Especially when That's it's, what he it's, was. Like, it's like more of a fall sour, not a summer sour. Clever. Does anyone else know what we're talking about? <laughs> I hope, because if... I mean, I think the odds are in our favor if all three of us, like, get it. Yeah, that was like, that's, that's a good, good gauge. That means there's at least three more people out there who will get it. Yeah. So. And they're probably married to us. <laughs> the, uh, so there's this, he goes, I'm going to see if I can remember how he said it. So there's a few of us who are coming in where he's checking the IDs and he's getting kind of suspicious because we're all pretty youngish and young looking and we're kind of piling in and it's obvious that we're from somewhere and we're getting together. So he, I, like, I can see him because I, I was also a door guy. At and you're really too. tall, right? <laughs> and I can see him, like, sort of. I see it. I see the mode kicking in, mm-hmm. right? And then he gets the KTD, and like, he's like, pounds his chest. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. He didn't do that. Would he would. It would have been great. So he goes in and he's like looking at it. He, he kind of grabs the ID and I can't do it justice unless you see me. But he kind of gets this pose or posture where he's kind of like, Mm. He's like five, five ten. You say five. So this ID says you're five ten. <laughs> hmm. Just so and everyone then he, then who doesn't pulls, know how tall the, I am, I'm like maybe five two. Yeah, maybe. like maybe. <laughs> and he like he pulls the ID away from his eyes, like sort of dramatically, and kind of. Looks I am at on her. my tiptoes. Yeah, he looks at me. He goes, "You are not five ten. <laughs> this also says that he brings up like your blue eye, eyes. eyes. Yeah, I like, have very <laughs> obviously brown eyes. <laughs> yes, yes, says you have blue eyes. You definitely do not have blue eyes. I'm gonna go ahead and say this is a fake ID, and I'm gonna have to ask you to leave. And that's pretty. And then I had to go, and these fucking assholes didn't even go to a different bar. I just, I just like went home, <laughs> or to the bars that I know and love that would accept me underage. That is true. Oh my god, that's so funny. Good to know, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave all you guys somewhere at some points in your life. <laughs> when you least expect it. You, Mike, and Lena. <laughs> yes. That is definitely. I mean, uh, <clears throat> it was terrible. <laughs> terrible. That's okay. That was kind of the understanding until you turned 21. I actually didn't take offense to it until we just talked about it now. <laughs> so actually, the guilt or the the, the guilt that you're going to be harbor, harboring, it's all new. And like my grief is new. So That's true. It'll be good. Okay. So we've got two really great interviews to come up. Um, go ahead and listen to them. Yes. Um, we'll hear about some other people's first. Um, I'm going to plug all of our social media right now. Um, follow us on Twitter um, if you really, really want to. Um, follow us on Instagram, both at the same handle, at Pot Moms Podcast. Um, we are also on Doobie, the social media network for super cool stoners. Um, and we are at Pot Moms. And then um, if you have any questions or if you want to talk to us or if you have an idea about, um, you know, things that we should talk about, email me at potmomspodcast at gmail.com. And anything else that we, we want to talk about before we go? Nope. Nope. <laughs> That's a hard like pass. I That's a hard pass. That was like a super long intro, and I think it was, yeah, so, okay. No, we had a good time. The thing about it is, like, we could we could just keep talking. We could. We well, that's why we're, we're going to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's pretty much that's how it works. Thanks for joining us, Eunice. Thank Thank you you for having me. (laughs) All right. We'll be back. See you later. Bye. Bye. It's not a touch screen, Paul. I know. Why do we keep this? I don't know. I'm so 2019. Kate, the host of the Pop Moms podcast. Hello, hello. I've got a lovely, lovely guest today. Her name is, oh wait, do you want me to say your name or no? Oh, you can say my name. I don't mind. Her name is America. Oh God. I know. (laughs) I have to do it. I just love it. I didn't know. I mean, I've known you for, let's see, our kids were four when they met and they are seven now going on eight. And I did not know until like three years of knowing you that your full name was America and it's one of my favorite names. I just got to say. That's so funny that I realized I did not introduce myself to you that way because I introduced myself like that to most people. So they remember my name, especially parents. That's smart. Because most parents could give two craps who I am. So it's like, oh, our kids hang out. That's fine. And then they move on. I think that I don't even know if we introduced each other. I think we just like gave each other a look and like knew we'd be friends. Oh, I know. It was because they <laughs> the mics started running and playing. And Bye. <laughs> it was adorable. All right. So this episode we're talking about firsts. So can you walk us through what it was like the first time that you smoked pot? That was a million years ago. <laughs> I feel like. I seriously feel like it was a million years ago. I remember the first time I decided to do it, I was in high school. And everyone in my little friend social group was like super into it. They were all, and I was a drinker, heavy drinker, like bad news, probably needed professional help, kind of heavy drinker. 
Um, and I decided just this one day, I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Unfortunately, the pot that we got was probably laced with something because they were pre-rolled joints that a friend of ours had purchased from someone. Of course, this is all street purchases. Well, yeah, I mean, because that was... I mean, we've been smoking. We've been smoking weed for how many years? Like fifteen. I think I was fifteen years old, and I'm older than you. So, <laughs> so anywhere between Moving ten on. and twenty years. <laughs> so you got some stuff from a dude, which is how we all used to get it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I remember when I started hardcore smoking, like on the regular. My boyfriend would not let me go with him into the dealer's apartment because it was that sketchy. He it's was not like, safe. He was like, I can't let you go in there. It's I would never let you go near. Was him. this in Chi Town? This was yeah. yeah. Actually, it was in Indiana or okay. just shy of Indiana. Anyway, it usually was. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) but I used to sit in the truck for like 30 to 40 minutes waiting for him to hang out with him. You know how that goes. You have to sit and talk and pretend like you care about their life and whatever's going on with them while you just want to buy your pot and move on with your day. Isn't that funny? Like so so weird. Our second episode is about the dance, right? And I feel like there's a dealer dance too in places that's not legal because it's like you kind of got to do the like, do we have to do pleasantries? Do we have to do, you know, the the how's it going? Do, Do I have to be invested and remember anything about your life versus just like a hey dude money exchange bag exchange we're done here oh yeah never it was never that simple ever i think maybe one time it was that quick and i had a friend of ours go in for me because i was like i can't i I promised i would never go there by myself can you do me a favor and he was like yeah of course he was in and out in five minutes but apparently the guy didn't like him so that was the only Uh, reason i could see why you didn't sit there and stroke his weirdo ego oh my god it's just like the dangers of it you know what i mean and that's why i like the legalization is so important and so necessary because not only can you have the tax revenue you can have you know studies done so we can actually have some validity and like learn more about usage oh, from yeah. a scientific perspective but then also from a personal safety perspective and especially from a female perspective like being able to feel safe where you purchase you know something that you're trying to do either from self-care or you know ignite the fire of your creativity whichever it is it's just important to feel safe and definitely outside of dispensaries. I don't know if anyone's ever felt safe. <laughs> Never, ever. <laughs> All right. So you got something that's potentially laced. So walk me through it. Did you guys spark it? Like, where were you? What were you doing? So there is a little forest grove in Chicago that everybody loved to hang out with, especially the kids who were drinking and acting stupid. And they created this bike path right down the center of it. Why? I don't know, because literally we called it the murder woods. <laughs> um, so we sat down right in the center of the bike path and it's probably like 8 30 in the middle of the summer so no one is on that path i mean it's everybody's out doing family things or whatever a.m or p.m p.m okay oh god why would i be i don't know that's why i was asking i was like oh wow your first time 8 30 in the morning a little wake and bake no 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 (laughs) i didn't learn that until way later um (laughs) so I surprised everyone in my group because they were all like, what, Amy, super against smoking pot? Like, I was, I don't know why I was so anti-pot. I think that's Propaganda, like a, man. I we like just hear about family. it. Oh, I think it's a family thing. Yeah. Like, there's just weird stigmas in my family about any kind of drugs, except alcohol, because they're all alcoholics. Yay! <laughs> hey, Amy's family, if you're listening. <laughs> they are not listening to this. Any, but though my mom's got real cool, real fast. That's good. <laughs> she's a cool old lady. Yeah, she's awesome. Anyways... Um, so I, I go the first time I inhale, everybody's like, she's not going to get stoned. She's not going to do it. Apparently I'm really good at learning how to do things really fast. (laughs) And I coughed my freaking lungs out. It was fantastic. And everybody's like, oh my God, she did it right. No, I don't know. Anyway, took about two or three more hits. And as just as now, I was so stoned. Oh my God. I don't know if I've ever been, but I was also super hyper. Oh, yeah. That's fun when that happens. I've never been so hyperactive or talkative in my entire life. Like, I'm pretty talkative when I'm nervous, but this was, like, Jimmy talkative. You know what I mean? Like, I was ADHD talkative. It was crazy. And I couldn't focus on anything but the fact that I wanted a 50-piece McDonald's chicken nugget. And I only wanted to eat five. Yes. <laughs> You're like, but in case I want to eat the other 45, let's get the 50. <laughs> it was very particular. And and no one could persuade me otherwise. I had to have that specific thing, but only eat five. 
and ev- everybody is like getting up collectively. They've all decided to move with me in this process. And I'm like, it's like the yellow brick road we're following, guys. I mean, like, I remember so vividly. So you got an adventure out of it. It was fantastic. I mean, the only thing that was better is like, I think shrooms. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, moving on. We're not, we're, this podcast isn't about that. We'll have a whole episode on it. We'll have you back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like, it was probably a 10 block walk. From yeah. where we were to the McDonald's, but we made the entire trek. And then by the time we got there, I didn't even want the damn McDonald's. Isn't that anymore. funny? It was it was so weird. And that things have changed. Started my whole love affair. That's awesome. I love when there are adventures the first time that you smoke. Because I feel like it really adds to either the positivity or negativity of the whole experience. I definitely think if your first time is bad or you're in a bad situation. It puts you off really, totally. really bad. It's really interesting the way that sometimes growing up with parents who, well, I mean, rightfully so, right? I mean, with it being illegal, it's hard to, I mean, it's very easy to see why your parents would say like, hey, maybe not a good idea. Yeah. You know, well, that like, whole gateway drug thing was some BS. Well, that that's like some super huge propaganda, which is really, cons- it's really concerning because as a kid, you get your information from your friends and your parents. Like maybe you get some from school too, but that's pretty propaganda laced as well so you know i think that that's why it's important to do your own research too and especially like nowadays kids with the internet there's so much information at their fingertips and it's you know i mean even me doing the research for this for this podcast like the things i come across it's freaky because it's like oh that's definitely not true oh that's definitely not true you know so it's very interesting that just because there's so much closer access to the information i still think like as parents there's a ton of opportunity for us to make sure that we learn enough about it so that we can have the conversations with our kids it's true and i feel like i should have been prepping for that conversation for a long time yep but i've been so concerned about everything else that goes on in my household that i don't even think about it and it's just i know there's so many good ways that i could prepare them for what they can come across in the future, especially because I totally started backwards. And I used to say that to people a lot um, with the whole gateway drug BS is that, you know, I, I ended on pot. Yep. I started with some very crazy things that were very ridiculous and that I probably could have died from had I decided to pursue those paths. Yeah. And instead, I found my way to marijuana and it was a way better way to go. Yeah. I've found that that story is kind of common. Yeah. You know, especially if people who are proponent for it, that maybe started off with use a little bit earlier that like it comes to a point where, yeah, it takes one way or another way. And I mean, I'm definitely grateful that yours took the way of being able to find it and, you know, that that you're here and and find it again. Right. Yeah. Amy and I, um, we, how did we talk about first smoking? You know, I don't even remember. I don't either. I think I was just like, oh man, if she's, even if she doesn't, I know she'll be cool with it. (laughs) (laughs) That's good to know that I seem like the cool mom. (laughs) Yep. I would say, or at least just chill, open-minded. You know what I mean? Like some people are like, okay, you're definitely closed off, you know, but I think I definitely got that vibe, which, you know, is, is really cool because we have had a good time using cannabis together. It's true. (laughs) Even if those people weren't that funny, though some people there were very funny. Yes, totally. Particular people who I will not name. Right. <laughs> yes, totally. Leaf, we're talking about you. Leaf Simmons. You're funny. You should <laughs> so do more stand-up. <laughs> um, okay, so let's cover one more first. Um, walk me through the first time that you were in a dispensary. Was it with me that time we went? That was the second time. Second time. All right, let's hear the first time. So the first time I have ever been in a dispensary was after moving to Washington. I'd probably been here for four-ish, maybe five years. And I was I, here like five minutes before I <laughs> I went through a long process before I realized that that was probably the better way to go than heavily drinking. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, stress gets to a certain point and I needed to find some way to help. And anxiety medication is awful and I hate it. And when I decided to stop taking that is when I decided to try going back to cannabis and seeing if that was a better route for me just in the long run because anxiety medication was the worst ever. Well, with some of those medications, it's almost like 
the medications cause so many side effects that you have to get more medication for the side effects. You yeah. know, like the side effect of cannabis is like, I don't know, you might have to run on the treadmill a little bit more because like, I don't know, I can't control myself around like a bag of candy <laughs> after or like, you know, I make these like obscure things to eat. <laughs> I'll discuss my side effects later. They're a little they're very, very different than most normal people's side effects when it comes to marijuana, which is why I'm kind of not as heavily using you dip as a I toe used to. into the pool. Definitely. I definitely keep it very, very minimal. Um so I walked in, there's this weird little tiny shop that's I took Kate to. Which one did we go <laughs> the to? The one that we first went to that's near the Costco. Oh yeah, yeah. That one's a weird one. It is very weird. Um I They've went been to- super cool lately though. I only had seven dollars the other day and they, they gave were like, me like yeah, oh, go ahead. The, yeah, pretty much. They were like, eh, that's all right, that's all right. We'll if give you they this know you, $10 product. <laughs> from my understanding, if they know you, they're even cooler, which is kind of nice. That's cool. Um the second place I went to was the 365 on 15th. Oh yeah, yeah. They are really cool there. Yeah. I like them. They're very knowledgeable. So I wander in there, I park, and I feel like this is really sketchy because they're right next to a massage place. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, is this going to be some weird dark? And I walk in and it's bright and everything is on display really nicely and everything is like on the wall really nicely. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm intimidated. <laughs> I'm like, I think that's a very I don't know normal what response yeah. to being in a dispensary. Yeah, because I mean, it's like a grocery store and yeah. you're like I don't know what to do I didn't know there were different types of pot right you're like except you everything's green it. beans and there's like 8,000 types of green beans <laughs> exactly I remember like back- I just want to make a goddamn casserole <laughs> just kidding I don't think I've ever made a green bean casserole in my life I do it for my father-in-law love you mr. f there you go <laughs> <laughs> keeping it together right but, like, I mean, when I was younger and we would tell the difference, the difference was these random weird names that people would give it on the street and visual. And you can tell just from looking at it what was good and what was not good. Yep. And that was how you differentiated. I did not have names for things. I did not have percentages of THC in things. Or, or like sativa versus indica. Exactly. Absolutely no idea. So I just walked in and I said, so my friend told me I need to look for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was later that I said that. That was the second time I went in where I said that my friend, because you told me to look for mom pot. Yeah. The first time I went in, I think I was just kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And I ended up buying a blunt. Oh. And it was just wonderful. That's awesome. (laughs) It was wonderful. And I did not expect it to be wonderful. And I would just go in the backyard and it lasted me like a month. Because I just did a little bit at a time. Yeah. And just keep it outside in case the kids found it. Because they were still kind of small enough. And... Not forming memories yet. <laughs> I mean, they're still for, they were still forming memories. Just, you know. That's what we tell ourselves for the birthday parties, right? Right? They can't remember this. <laughs> they it's will gone. remember this. Oh, they will remember everything. <laughs> Sorry, I'm drinking some tea. No, anyway, it's all good. Um, luckily, they were really knowledgeable when I was there. They were really helpful. They were kind of like, okay, well, you can go this route or you can go this route, but let's just try to keep it simple. And they gave me the blunt and I moved on with my day. Yeah. And you it liked was, it. And I was just, as I was paying, I was just like, this is so weird. Yep. I'm very much not used to this whole situation. My favorite is, and they're like, do you want a receipt? And I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> do I need a receipt for right. this? It's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm going to go ahead and say no and save the paper. Yeah, right. Oh. Awesome. That sounds like a good one. It's always really nice when you get a situation where the bud tender that you're working with is super knowledgeable. Um, I always am really, really appreciative of their suggestions, especially like when we first got out here and just saying like, here's how I want to feel. Here's what I don't want to feel, you know, like help me out. Like a lot of I know a lot of people are like, I don't want the ones that are going to make me feel paranoid. Yes. You know, and I I was at I would look up. I know. right. (laughs) I would look up menus and strains beforehand to know which ones were the like least um, like anxiety and paranoia inducing ones. But even then, like so much of it depends on what's in your stomach. So much depends on like what type of day it is, you know, where your head's at, what you've eaten. And like, I think that's really interesting that or there's so many, person. right. You as a person totally. Like, cause I know yeah. that one time I was like, Amy, you gotta smoke this one. It was so awesome. And then you did and you were like, I couldn't move. I that's have to be really very, very particular by how much I smoke at a time. Well, and that's a good point. Like, that's one thing that I like is, um, let me, I don't know if I can liken it to, like, makeup, but, like, you can 
start small and you can add on. You know what I mean? Like I I would really encourage anyone who's looking like this is an episode about firsts. If you're thinking about trying it for the first time, or maybe it's been a long break in between, or you had a bad experience starting slow and starting with like micro dosing, which we'll have an entire episode on soon. Um, but being able to go ahead and have that experience in a micro way, um, I think is really important as you're starting to get back on it. Awesome. Amy, thank you so much for your insight into your firsts, and we look forward to talking with you again. Kate, I'm going to kick it back to you. Hi, it's Kate from the Pop Moms podcast. I'm here with my friend who will rename Nameless, um, and we're here to talk about the firsts, firsts of many. So, Um, smoking pot for the first time, uh, it can be very memorable, um, in a good or bad way. Um, but here we are going to hear my friend's thoughts on her first time. Oh, my first time is actually a little bit funny. Uh, so we, uh, my best friend in high school, her parents had a beach house and we, you know, just had like a code. We would go there when kind of when we felt like it. Um, so one night we went there, it was in Santa Cruz or thereabouts and we searched the house over for her dad's weed stash which yes. we knew was somewhere we took an aluminum parents hide your weed in better places we took we took an aluminum can of some kind flattened it on top and poked some holes in it and that was the first time i smoked pot out of an aluminum can that's awesome i feel like um back then we were really resourceful i remember smoking out of um a plastic bottle with like a big pen as like the straw and like a little piece of aluminum foil with like little holes poked in probably from said pen (laughs) and then putting weed in there and then smoking it it's like making mini bubblers um what did you did you like it did you not like it like did you feel I honestly don't know that I got that stoned yeah I mean this was in the late 90s. I don't know that her dad's weed was that great. <laughs> it could have been really old, too. It could have been really old. <laughs> um, and I think that that older generation, like my parents' generation, um, they just smoked, like, crappy weed. Swag, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. sticks and, and seeds that you had to pick out yeah. of it and... Wouldn't that be funny if you found a seed in your pot from, like, a dispensary here? Oh, my husband, my husband has. <laughs> really? Yeah. Does he keep them? Um, uh, sometimes. He's like, you could grow those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we <laughs> like, have a little greenhouse in our backyard that has grown pot plants before. We... It doesn't get a lot. I mean, we're not, like... No, I mean it's it's crazy. legal to have a certain amount on your on your um, on your property. Um, when we were living in Milwaukee, um, we were living and we were renting, and we had the same thing. We had like this awesome little setup, and um, I actually found out that I was pregnant with my oldest son, whose birthday is actually four twenty, and he was born on his due date. So his due date was 420. Um, and at the time we, um, had a plant that we were growing in one of those, um, like hydroponic things that are supposed to be for like tomatoes, (laughs) year year round tomatoes. (laughs) And, um, we had to move because we were going to have a baby and we had to, um, gift this plant actually to someone else. And I, was sitting in a car with a laundry basket with this huge weed plant in the front seat, transporting it across Milwaukee like five months pregnant. <laughs> so that was a fun first for me. I've never transported marijuana in that way before. <laughs> um, so now living in a place where it's legal, um, what was your like the first time you went into a dispensary? Because Picking up weed before it was legal or in a place that was easily accessible always uh, involves some, I guess, like ratio of sketchiness. <laughs> I was fortunate that I had friends that sold weed and they were like good friends of mine. That's so good. I always felt safe. Yeah, somewhat <laughs> safe. I mean, I can't say always, you know. Yeah, we've all been in sketchy situations when you're buying drugs on the right. black market. <laughs> Um, the first time I went to a dispensary was actually in California when they had legalized medical marijuana, and it was years before they legalized it up in here in Seattle. Um, but I had, by that time, already moved to Seattle, and I was visiting a friend that had a medical card, and he took me to a dispensary in Oakland, and it was a super cool place, 
you without a medical card, you could still go inside. You could not go beyond like the curtain. Ah. So, um, but they had a whole lounge out front. So he went back there to get his weed and then would come came back out and then they had like glass pieces and couches and uh, video games and it was like this whole like weed like chill vibe place yeah that's kind of cool to like make it be um more than just the purchase of it which is kind of cool I think that dispensaries here are weird because I think they take any like storefront that they can get (laughs) Even if like the size makes no sense for well, their there's space. so many parameters that they have to work with. Right. Like they can't be with you know like mm-hmm. so close to a school or as it parks also. Yeah, so they're not allowed to be. I don't know how many miles they have to be away, but there's a lot of stipulations and there's a lot of parks and schools out here. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I've actually only been to a dispensary here in Washington one time. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. I Which one did you go exploring. to? Um, the one, uh, over on 15th, that's like right by the restaurant in North city, 15th North city. Oh, 365 cannabis or no, it's no, the one with the, the other mural. One. Oh, the um, by like the two monkeys or whatever. Right next to that restaurant that yeah. always keeps going out of business. Yes, the restaurant that yes. has been a million different <laughs> restaurants. Yes. That's a nicer one. That's a nicer one. Um, compared to some of the weirdo ones that I think I frequented, um, so your husband also smokes. Yes. Right. Daily. daily. Um, so like you walk us through your like evolution with cannabis. So as a kid, you know, we kind of partook and then like getting to be parents. Um, like how do you see it fitting into your life now? Um, so as a kid, we, I mean, uh, we smoked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like in our late teens. As we should. Um, you know, a lot of my like really good close friends still to this day are people that I smoked pot with in my teens. Right. It's a bonding Um, experience. Honestly. And, and then, you know, as you grow up, it's a, you know, you go out to the clubs, you go out in an alley and you smoke a joint or a blunt or whatever. And I mean, that's honestly how I met my husband. He was a friend, like friend of a friend, kind of like we hung out in the same group of people and, um, he was closer with my roommate at the time and he would come over on Sundays and we would roll a blunt and we would have lunch and that's how me and my husband that's met. Delightful. And we, became, we became friends and then we started dating. Oh my god, I had no idea. Yeah. Do you tell that story to everyone or how do you say it if you're in a group I leave where the blunt yeah. Part yeah. <laughs> like he would just come chill. Yeah. We'd watch Planet Earth and eat sandwiches. Yeah, no connection. How did you meet your husband? I'm like, oh, you know, friends of friends and you know. That's really cool yeah. that cannabis like played a role in it. That's really, really neat. I guess in some ways, um, similar, like Mike and I met at a restaurant and that was very centered around that as well. So, um, yeah, that's really cool. Um, so I'm going to ask another question, um, if that's cool. So in terms of firsts and like learning more about the different types of like weed that's available, do you prefer a more of a sativa or do you prefer more of like an indica? Like when you're smoking or if you don't know what they are. kind of like almost I would say I'm almost ignorant because after I had children, like my weed usage totally dropped off. dropped off. Yeah. Now that my youngest is at an age where he's a little self-sufficient. <laughs> he's incredibly <More> self-sufficient. <laughs> he's four. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've, I've actually been thinking that I need to chill the fuck out. Yeah. More. Yep. Because, um, I mean, there's moments, especially at the end of the day where my kids just drive me absolutely nuts. Doing kid things. Doing kid things. And I know they're doing kid things. And like in my own mind, I'm like, all right, you can't, you know, I, I feel that motherhood guilt of like totally. getting my, mad at my kids for doing things that kids do. So yeah, I, I've been thinking I need to just start smoking more easing your way back in yeah I I mean I do occasionally with my husband like you know we go out to the movies or something and I'll sneak out to the garage before we leave and what's your favorite movie to watch stone (laughs) oh my favorite one of my favorite movies of all time is the three amigos (laughs) (laughs) 
honestly. Um, and that's a good one to watch still. It is. Because it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's really funny. That's really cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for answering that question for us today. And I'm sure we'll be seeing more of you. Hi, it's Kate, host of the Pop Moms podcast. Paul had to leave, so I'm doing the sign-off all by myself. Um, hopefully, I don't fuck it up too bad. Um, please remember to hit subscribe if you like what you hear. Um, we're really enjoying doing this, so we hope that you're enjoying listening. Um, follow us on Twitter or Instagram, um, at Pot Moms Podcast. Or if you have any questions or want to collaborate on our upcoming Happy Merry Cannabis wish list, um, email me at potmomspodcast.com. Um, thanks so much for tuning in, guys, and I hope you have a really great rest of your day. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. How do cannabis CEOs balance growth and optimization strategies? What is THCO, Delta 10, and CBNA, and why should you care about these minor cannabinoids? And why isn't the endocannabinoid system covered in medical school? Most people think they're up to date in trends in the cannabis industry, but they're about six weeks behind. Learn about what is truly next in the cannabis space by joining myself, Brian Fields, and Kellen Finney every week on the Dime Podcast and, of course, on PodConnects.